0: Okay. Can take a picture of that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, head coach Jeff Collins, coach, if you could open with a statement for the
1: questions. Always a great intro by you, Mike. Really appreciate it. <laughs> <That's fine>. um, <laughs> uh, really good practice today. Uh, we went over to uh, the Mercedes-Benz Stadium, and I had a really good practice. Uh, and one of the biggest parts is. For the next five years, playing five games in that stadium, so as much as we can maximize uh, attendance over there, we want to do that, get a feel for the place. Um, Also, out of respect for the seniors that won't be a part of this five-game series, we want to make sure they had a chance out of respect and love for them uh, to be there in that great venue. Uh, Actually took the seniors in our program uh, to watch the Falcons play the Jets last night and a really good time uh, just because I don't want their first NFL game to be one that they're playing in, So we took them there, and hopefully some of them, or all of them, will be in camps uh, next year. But we had a lot of situations, uh, a lot of things uh, happen, moving the field, coming out red zone, a big third down emphasis, and incorporating special teams in the flow of the game uh, so the guys get used to how we do things, sideline organization, um, and all of those things too. Um, blessed to be. Uh, here in the great city of Atlanta. So throughout this preseason camp, these guys have worked so hard. And so with that, we want to afford them the opportunities to have some fun and build bonds and, uh, you know, create great relationships within our organization. Uh, so we went to the Atlanta United game, went to the Braves game on Tuesday, had a great response uh, the night at the stadium. Um, went to Whitewater last Saturday after the scrimmage and to the, uh, last night going to the Falcons game. So we're in this great city. We're going to use all of the resources uh, that this place affords us because there's a lot of places in college football that you cannot do these things logistically um, within your 30 mile radius. We're able to do those things, um, so it's incumbent upon me to give the guys these opportunities um, to do that and have fun and all those kind of things. Yesterday, I don't think you guys were still out there. Um, Scott Wallace, our director of operations, created our own mini water park uh, at the end of practice. And uh, it was a great, you know, great moment. We had the ice cream trucks come out and just the looks on our guys' faces after two and a half weeks of a really hard, uh, tough physical camp. And that just, that ice cream truck starts ringing. And it's, you know, it's just a good, you know, you forget about all your aches and woes. And there's a, you know... Whatever of your favorite ice cream that Scott had it waiting on us. So I uh, really appreciate all the work Scott Wallace and our operations team uh, does for our program. Uh, also, a really cool moment yesterday. Uh, Tariq Carpenter um, got awarded uh, jersey number two, and it was a big deal for everybody within the organization. Uh, we don't give things around here. Everything that we do is earned. And uh, I think we've had, what, close to 37 number changes since we've gotten here, guys, there's something that have intrinsic value and numbers are that. I was number four in high school. I was number five in college. I understand that that means something, uh, but we don't just give them to them. Uh, Tariq Carpenter on March 13th of this year wrote me a letter explaining why he wanted to earn that number. Throughout the spring, I don't know if he had done enough to earn it, uh, but this off or this summer, he had a 3.0 GPA. Uh, has been one of the hardest workers, most unselfish humans in our program, and just for me to be able to reward him with a jersey that you know th- that he wants. Um, and a lot of people have traditions and different traditions that they do, and that's great. Uh, we have standards in this program that this is what we're built on. We're a culture built on effort, great relentless effort, accountability, toughness. Competition is king and Tariq Carpenter has displayed all of those elements and been a great teammate and been a great leader. So anytime we can reward uh, young men in our program with something that matters to them, uh, it's important for us to do that. Uh, the same thing with the, for the young guys that have come into the program, getting the GT, uh, representing the Institute, uh, that, that's been a big deal for us and a big motivating factor uh, for us as well. So with that, I'll stop talking and answer <laughs> questions. So,
0: How do you get into the idea with the above-the-line thing and, and trying to keep the kids motivated, those that have to go into the scout team? How does that kind of work for them? And awesome. do, How do they audition to get back above the line and that
1: kind of thing? hundred percent. So everything we do is about development. We are a developmental program. Um, so we don't call them scout teams. We call them development teams. Um, I coach the defensive development team. You guys are out of practice and we're going, uh, you know, the above-the-line offense versus the developmental defense. The defensive coordinator for the developmental team is me. We do not use cards in this program. Most places, they stand there, they have drawings of plays, and the guys just follow a line and execute that line. Well, when you do that, you're not developing to be your very best. Every one of our players throughout their career, regardless of what their role may be, is going to develop. And so we're out there and we're calling our blitzes relative to what our opponents do uh, percentage-wise. If a team's playing a lot of quarters, we'll we'll call our quarters coverages, but it'll be in our vernacular, it'll be our checks, it'll be our words, our schemes. Just the percentage is being based off of what the other team does for our um, above-the-line offensive guys. Um, Same thing on uh, when the offensive development team is we don't use cards. Very rarely if there's a Specialized thing that's a uh, very unique to what they do. We might have to show something But we are running our offense and our defense every day So they just continue to develop and they have a chance to get rewarded either by traveling or being moved up because their play forces us to move them above the line so um, they know that they're told why they're not above the line yet what they need to do to earn their way to be above the line, and that conversation is developed and uh, continues throughout the season.
0: In terms of that strategy, is that something you see where you get better effort, execution, and and better looks for your team from running it that way? What do you think? Yeah, I mean.
1: Right? It it, it seems like it should just make sense in college football that this is how it should be done. Um, This is the way we've done. it. It's worked really well for us. And uh, just every single day, every person in our organization is trying to get better every day. And if you are a person on offense or defense that ends up playing 40, 50, 60 plays in the game, well, there's still going to be another day after that that you still have to improve and you still have to get better and development in every phase of, of our game. On the defensive side of the ball, I think you only have three seniors. Okay. How important was it in this camp to develop some young depth on the team? hundred percent and just depth across. Uh, at every position, um, defensive line-wise, uh, I think Coach Larry Knight, and Marco Coleman, have done a really nice job. Because uh, in a perfect world, you're playing uh, eight to ten, eight to eleven defensive linemen throughout a game. Because in this stage of day and age of spread and you know hurry-up offenses, you better be able to rotate the D line because that's the first ones, the big guys. They get worn down. So they've done a great job um, having five or six D tackles that we feel really good about, having five or six D ends that we feel really good about that can play at a high level in this league uh, on Saturdays or Thursdays or whenever we play and play at a high level. Um, so really proud of them. Linebacker core as well. And then the defensive backs. Um, you know, you want to try to have at least 10 that are rotating in corner nickel safety. Um, I, I'm. We'll discuss it more on Sunday. I think we might be in that 11, 12 number of guys rotating in and playing at a high level. And the place that that helps you as well is on special teams. If you have confidence that you've got a bunch of guys that can play on defense or on offense, whatever, then you can afford to play your best players on special teams as well. And, uh, you know, I think we're working toward that end. And I'm just excited to see, you know, the guys respond and, you know, go once we get into, you know, game week and prep week to do that. Yes, Tor. Uh,
0: can you tell us
1: something? Um, I guess when it comes to special teams, you know, we talked to a lot of guys. It's like, you don't play special teams. You don't play on this team. Um, where no did that come? Yeah, where did that come from for you? Is that something that you have always kind of had as a philosophy going? Yeah, um, it's important to me. Um, it's always been important, um, and to the development of a player. So when these guys leave here and go on and get into an NFL camp, unless they're the first pick at their position in the draft, the first thing they're going to have to show out is on special teams at the next level. Well, it is, it is important to me to make sure that emphasis is placed here so that we they get that opportunity, they're ready for that, that time. Um, and I think it's good for the culture. Um, it's good for everybody that special teams are such a critical part of the game and the field can be flipped so far on a special teams play you better place emphasis and priorities uh, on that end. So we do it, and uh, every single meeting it is brought up. um, We'll have 10-minute-long dissertations, um, either post-practice or in the team meetings, uh, about the importance of it, and the guys have bought in. And uh, so I'm excited to see that continue to develop.
0: How do you determine... Which
1: guys you want to reach or know which guys you know you're going to play. And run so, so, right. Kind of yeah, strategy. well, here's the neat thing the NCAA, I think, did right by the players in this that the guys have four games that they get to play. And I think that's the right thing for the student athlete. Um, so, whether we play them early or whether we play them late, it is the right thing. Um, so, we'll manage it. Just like I said, we want these guys to develop in the past. They better develop by the first four games, or they don't have a chance. Well, now you've got the first eight games. Some kids, it might take them eight games. Some kids like uh, Demetrius Knight or Jemias Griffin or Chico Bennett might be a little sooner in their development and ready to play sooner, but every person in our program, we want them to develop. So by week seven, week eight, week nine, some of those young guys might really catch on because they're not using cards, because they're playing in our scheme every single day, playing against really good players every day, they're going to improve and maybe late in the season they're able to play and still maintain, uh, you know, their redshirt year. So we go with the, the uh, assumption that we want them all to play. Then their development and dictates where they are on the above the line and if they get in games or not. Do you change your practice routine now that camp is over? So we will. So we go. We'll come back uh, Sunday. So giving them this afternoon and tomorrow off. And we come back Sunday. It'll be a typical Sunday practice because our our process is a Sunday night practice most of the time, um, unless there's an off day Monday per the calendar. Um, but we typically practice on Sundays. Give them off to do academics on Mondays, um, and then practice Tuesday. So once we come into Sunday, we will start that routine because they've. Uh, we've kind of introduced it to them this past week, how we do a Tuesday, Wednesday, a Thursday practice. Um, but now that we've set the above-the-line, the developmental, Sunday will be that full schedule off on Monday, then the Tuesday will be a real uh, Georgia Tech football Tuesday practice, and the Wednesday will be a Wednesday, Thursday will be a Thursday. So.
0: How do you, with the above-the-line thing, say with the, you open with a road game, how do you address that with the caps they put on the roster and stuff? If you have enough guys that you feel like are above the line to, to max out the seventy-five or whatever that number is, is it just come down to you cutting a couple of extra guys or one and spot? It kind of goes
1: back to Tori's question: sure. special teams. So as we put up the depth chart and we've got it in our staff meeting room, we've got it listed above the line, developmental, and then the guys that are having to play a role special teams. Um, then that selection process if this young man is on three special teams and he's kind of right there in the middle and this other guy's right there in the middle and he doesn't play special teams that guy will get the nod on the travel roster um so that's a little insider baseball how we do it but that's that's it couple more for
0: coach uh the transfers any updates there? no nope That's has to be a little bit frustrating at this kind of juncture to not as you it's, get it uh, into game planning.
1: It's the process. I'm just again really proud of the guys how they've handled it, because um, it's a you know it's a situation that you know if I'm a 18 to 23 year old that really is wanting to know you have a chance to either be distracted or be frustrated or whatever. But to a man, I've been so proud of how they've handled the situation, how they've stayed focused, have they bought into the culture, been unbelievable teammates, because you know it's got to be going through their minds, and we're sensitive to it, and we're loving and caring are all of those things, but just the way they have handled it and even today. They're just out there playing football with their teammates and trying to get better. Um, so that's the thing that, that I'm really proud of. And uh, so when we know, you guys will know.
0: What is Quest uh, Jackson? Is he held the player?
1: Yes, name? yeah. So he'll be out there next week, yep.
0: You had some guys that you kept out of camp. Will those guys be able to join you on Sunday or Monday or Tuesday? Uh, Tuesday,
1: Tuesday. Sure. I've been okay. talking to uh, Tariq and Wanya about their connection, and they're a fun duo to talk to, but... Um, thing one and thing two. Yeah, one
0: that <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, the,
1: that's them saying it, and that was at the, uh, at the last uh, superhero lift that we did. They're dressed as thing one and thing two, and uh, they're, they're awesome to be around. Yeah, I guess with that, how have you seen their connection be displayed in kind of what you want them to do at safety position? Yeah, and they're great. the great communication. Um, they do a really good job working together, but you guys have seen us practice. We're rotating guys in throughout, I and mean, Christian Campbell's out there. Every show is out there. Caleb Oliver's out there, and they're just rolling through, so I think – I think there's a great dynamic in that entire safety room. Coach Burton does a great job. He's a really good relationship builder. And that room just is a really good flow. Um, I think another component, a byproduct, of us having the the above-the-line system. If you've got five guys that are going to play, well, they're all going to play and they're wanting to help each other and they're wanting to – well, if you're playing well, that means when I come in, I can just go as hard as I can possibly go. And I can go as hard as I can possibly go on special teams. It's going to help me. And it creates great bonds amongst the group. The second you set starters and you set backups and you define these situations, that sometimes that becomes contentious. And But in our room, we don't have that because the guys know they're going to play. They know they're going to get reps as long as they practice the right way. They pray, play the right way. They prepare the right way. Um, so I think that part of it, that dynamic is really good. Um, so, I think Wanya and Tariq's relationship, to your point, is special, but they do such a good job of it's not them being separatist. They are close with everybody. Um, they do have a really close bond, which is really special, um, but I think it's, you know, kind of transcends throughout that position group, transcends throughout the defense, and even into the locker room. Really good.
0: Anything else? Center position seems to still kind of be. Yes, flux week to week, yeah, practice So practice.
1: What, what we do too, and this is, you know, we've talked about, I know, the position flexibility, whether offense or defense, those kind of things, but the position flexibility piece too that's important is Coach Key teaches all of the guys every position. Um, a lot of coaches don't do that, but we do that. That's part of our DNA as a program. Um, the same thing on defense. We teach them nickel, we play corner, we play safety, and they move around every day. Uh, Because the more you can do and the more flexibility you have in the program, if somebody goes down, and I learned this the hard way 15 years ago defense coordinator at Western Carolina, our best player was our starting safety. His backup was not even close to one of the top 17 players. But our best player got hurt. Well, his backup was this guy. We had to plug him in. Well, there's six other guys on the sidelines that could arguably be better players. Well, the way we do things – Everybody kind of knows everything globally so that if we ever do run into some issues, guys can move from center to tackle, guard to center, nickel to dime, all those things. And I think the way we do things helps all right. be good at that. Thank you, Coach. Thanks. You guys have a wonderful Appreciate weekend. It. Thank you, guys.